All right, welcome back to Problem Solver Politics. I am your host, Cardinellis, with Cody the Oracle. Hey, everybody. And uh, today we actually got a little bit of a tease of the tease that Andrew Yang teased, letting us know something is coming. For the, Over the past couple of weeks, he's been teasing this idea that a, quote, big announcement is coming our way. And we haven't really gotten too many rumors or whispers of what that big announcement is going to be until today a single picture file has dropped on us in Twitter, and we're going to see if uh, we can't kind of, I don't know, get some kind of clues from it or something like that. Cody, tell us what's going on. Okay. So Andrew Yang's teasing us. Well, I guess the we'll start with the, the, the gist of it, right? So as you mentioned, since Andrew Yang has dropped out, it's actually been kind of one of the big topics discussed since he dropped out, the fact that he hasn't endorsed anyone yet. We saw Amy Klobuchar announce she was endorsing Biden when she announced she was dropping out. So she did a lot. Yeah. So anyway, Andrew Yang has been teasing for a while some kind of announcement. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I believe he is co-hosting The View in a couple of days on Thursday. So pretty cool. Yep. He has said that he'll be making his announcement he's been teasing on the view, and then just today he posted this picture. I want to. Oh man, I'm blanking on what this is. One of the, the big famous early rallies he did. Yeah, where was that? And it was the Pittsburgh. first one that had. I don't that. think it's Pittsburgh. For some reason, I want. Is it Phil? Was it Philadelphia? I think it was Philadelphia. Because yeah. I remember he didn't get. Uh, but yeah, sorry, for for we get off track. Okay. All I wanted to highlight is so far, it's all we have of this line right here. And he posted the HF with the underline. One thing I will say. I think it means. Happy You know what's scary family. about this, though? What? Immediately what jumps off the page is multiple candidates have used this color. Looks like the color Elizabeth Warren uses. Now, that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. But what it does say, you'll notice that wasn't campaign colors he used. So whatever this is, is a little bit... I'm doing a little bit of like a movie poster breakdown. Like, well, yeah. you can see that. But seriously, for whatever reason, they chose to use the color that's not been associated with this campaign in the past. Don't know why, but I think that is worth noting if we're going to you know, do a little bit of uh, some lore breakdowns here. What does it mean? Is he going back to where it all began? Who, who knows what that means? But uh, I thought that was interesting. And there's one other tweet. Let me see if I can pull it up for you here. That was pretty interesting, Andrew, today, where he talked about the sense that it feels... It feels like the we're getting the gang back together. Something along those lines. I'll see if I can pull it up for you guys. I thought it was here we go. He said right here, feels like I'm feels like the gang is getting back together or we never went anywhere. Huh. So I mean it's he's been having a lot of fun. I I can tell you this. Andrew's been on Twitter a lot more. I'll see him just pop yeah. up in threads saying random things like, Oh, thanks for saying this, right? That's that actually cool. sounds like a music line. Feels like the gang is getting back together or we never went anywhere. That's like how you end a good stanza on like a good solid, you know, ballad, like a road song, like a road trip song. You know what I'm saying? Like the boys are back in town or something. Am I totally booming it right now, Cody? I mean, it's just, uh, no offense, but I don't think you'd be my favorite songwriter. Yeah. <laughs> But then I just, just, uh, again, though, I just, I wanted to get to that because it is also okay. worth noting that it was brought up that he won't be endorsing anyone. Uh, Zach Groman actually said that in his appearance today on MSNBC. Hey, pretty boy Zach. One of their morning shows? flying anywhere anytime soon? Would you endorse Zach. anybody? What do you think? Uh, TBD. I think Andrew's been pretty clear he wants to see democracy play out. Uh, you're looking at. You're looking at the voters making their decision as we speak. He will have an announcement on Thursday, though, but it won't be an endorsement right right yet. What's the announcement? Uh, I can't tell you. you got to tune in. Why not? Thursday. I do like him plugging The View. I, is MSNBC the... Yeah, it's all probably Comcast or whatever, right? Whoever owns yeah. The View. I think that was kind of funny. You think they would have let him plug The View and like CNN or something? Like, oh, got to go to break. Sorry. You can't plug another network on our show. Yeah. Uh, but him bringing that up, again, I just kind of wanted to use a minute here to kind of talk about something that's been a 
ongoing discussion for a while. Going back uh, back in time here a bit to the 12th of February, right after Andrew Yang dropped out, though. And this has been a recurring... Obviously, when you drop people, I know, who do you endorse? Andrew Yang has been surprisingly kind of... What's the word I'm looking for? I guess just kind of mum on who he's endorsing. We really haven't... Every now and then, like, people are reading into all of his cryptic tweets. When Marianne endorsed Bernie, he said, like, oh, I like Marianne. Everyone's like, oh, he's endorsing Bernie now. It's really interesting to see how this Andrew Yang endorsement, which is, is with every candidate, right? Yeah. Everyone, all the Biden supporters who are laughing and belittling, belittling Beto, I guarantee you there's some percentage. Like, oh, we got the Beto endorsement. That's a big deal. It's like, you yeah. hated this guy six months ago. So I, I feel like it's funny seeing people like who are just clowned on Yang, called him a grifter, a liar. He wanted to, like, it's like, hey, dude, I, apparently I supported this guy who wanted to get rid of welfare because he hates everybody and he's like some awful dude but now they want my vote because reasons i i I don't know i just i do think it's interesting yang is going forward on his own not not endorsing a candidate and you can kind of tell he's not a politician right amy klobuchar is a politician you know a politician drops out she drops out on the on the the uh, rally stage next to the candidate she's now endorsing for president that's how true politician drops out and you can see andrew yang announces he's suspending his campaign and then that's about it. He's not worth noting. Kamala Harris similar. She didn't yeah. like, jump right in, but it's there's been candidates we've seen like Castro drops out next day and with Warren. So it's interesting. Yeah, and I mean, if you're gonna drop out and you want to show that the establishment has truly beaten you, you know, just like who's the main character of uh, 1984 that finally gives up in the restaurant and the Ministry of Thought had their way with him and he finally gives into the Ministry of Thought. Oh, I can't remember. But I mean, if you're gonna give into the establishment. You might as well do it standing in front of the establishment guy on stage out in the open. You know what I'm saying? So we all know exactly what's going on. Well, just the idea being like she's thinking ahead in her political career. Andrew Yang doesn't have to. He's not a politician. She yeah, has to think so, ahead. Where am I where where am I going next month, right? So I, I gotta know, Cody. I would be sto- what do you think this HF thing is? I would be stoked out of my mind if it were a third party. I would sign up for a third party in a heartbeat. I'd actually be really sad if that was the case. I'd be, I'd be yeah, because like, we be, know that it would be a loss. I'd but. be bummed. Is a good quote. Is a good point though. Some of the things being flown around there. There's been this is a rumor going back to when Andrew Yang was doing conference calls with uh, his big donors when he first dropped out. Uh, the idea of a like humanity first or humanity forward pack Super or pack? fund. Some, maybe not even a super pack, but an idea. Like I said, I don't want to say this is like what's going on, but a rumor been floating for a while is Andrew Yang kind of helping put together some kind of group or pack with the idea of putting pro-UBI candidates in like congressional and uh, maybe assembly and senate seats throughout the, throughout the country. Ooh, that'd be powerful. That's a rumor. I don't, I don't really know if that's what he's going to be doing or not. I would say... I don't know. I, for some reason, it probably means way more to me than it really should. But I'm, I'm thinking into too much the weird color change because it just stands out to me. Like he brand right? Am I right though? Like he, I'm, I've seen all the Andre branded stuff. It was always red, that like red and that blue shade. It was never. So I don't know if he's going to make a kind of group or a fund designed to get UBI candidates in office. I would say. That definitely points to a 2024 run because, hey, yeah. if if he does kind of the organic version of what Bloomberg tried to do, uh-huh. which the organic version is you organically get people in office by raising support and funds and helping them. And then a couple yeah. of years down the line, you've built this infrastructure where Bloomberg just dropped five million dollars in your lap and said, here you go. Yeah. Hope you win. But that's a great way to win. Having an infrastructure of people around the country who support UBI. One big reason why that's big, especially like for the Congress and Senate. Being able to say when you're running, look, I already have X amount of pro-UBI people in the House today. 
Yeah. And if I win and get even more, and that's how I'm going to get this thing passed. So that's very interesting. And he's young. He could play a long game. Like, if you actually think about it. He can do, what, 12 years coming through elections now? 12, 20. Look at Joe Biden. Well, hopefully. Joe Biden hopefully ran for the first we, time in the 70s for the presidency. He literally, well, actually, I, okay, before I. It be 60s, right? Because he, he served eight years. There's 12 years between him being Biden's VP and him running for president now. Okay, I'm, so I'm Googling in the 70s, Joe then. Biden's first presidential run. Okay, it says it was a calamity. The 1988 Democratic yeah. nomination like for president. 50s. He was like, he was the age he should be when you're running for president. But 1988, that's 30 years ago from 2018. So, I mean. Exactly, late 50s. That's when you should run, I think. Yeah, so it's like Andrew Yang literally has a window to. Add 30 to 2020. He could run in 2050 and only be the same, actually still younger, than Joe Biden. Okay? So, I mean, I I, I don't think it needs to be a 30-year long game. You know what I'm saying? But if for a decade he did nothing but raise money and give bipartisan support, okay, to pro-UBI candidates... Both Democrat and Republican, and not just Democrats, pro-UBI Democrats, and not just Republicans, pro-UBI Republicans, then he would be a an incredible force to be reckoned with once there's been, it'll probably take a couple of election cycles to get the pack very influential, a couple election cycles worth of, uh, you know, people appointed, that's 12 years right there, but man, let me tell you. A decade from now, humanity first pack might be might be boom shakalaka, if you know what I'm saying. That could be a real big deal. Are there any other rumors floating around besides the super pack? Um, well, I'm just really trying to quickly pull up. I want to show you guys. Um, this is the because this is not a. Oh, give me one second. I want to pull up the couple things. I wanted to highlight for the most part that there is a bunch of people running on pure pro UBI stances. I'm having trouble getting the exact Oh, I was this close to voting website. for Zoltan Istvar. Well, well, <laughs> he was on my ballot. You got to get his name right if you're going to vote for the guy. You got his name wrong forever. But uh there is Wait, how multiple did I get it wrong? Look it up. See, see, see what his name is. Anyway, I do want to highlight there's multiple people who are running for Congress right now on pro-UBI messages. I had to pull up a second ago and it did not crop correctly, so unfortunately I got rid of it. But there's many... Um, I don't want to. I don't want to mention like two people, and I could mention more. But, oh, Istvan, um, you're right. I just wanted to uh, just wanted to make sure that was out there and known that there is a lot of candidates who are running for president on some kind of pro UBI message, and it is not, not for president. Sorry, for Congress and getting people like that in office. Here we go. Finally found it. Apologize for that. Not only did I find it, it's got a couple of our friends right here, friends of the show, Scott Santons and Paget are actually you'll see in the bottom. Rock on. They have nothing to do with the, the passage I'm bringing up, but they're there, so you can see them. However, here is a list of candidates that are running on pro-UBI stances right now. Apologies, it took me longer, but we have people running like Ryan Blevins, James Ellers, David Kim, Brianna Wu, and Jonathan Herzog. And one thing I do want to mention, too, I'm pretty sure David Kim and I think Ryan Blevins are running actually in California as well. So we've seen people running in California uh, on this stance. I believe I could be wrong, but I believe that was a stance. Also, we so got- very cool. I just wanted that. Sorry. But my only point to that was it does show that there is something brewing already. Uh, let me see if I can get the, the right website with that. This is the Ryan Blevins thing. There is a UBI caucus. There's the the ground floor is being put in. Here's the website, the UBI caucus website. So there is a ground floor of an organization designed to help people that are pro-UBI get elected to maybe help someone like, a, like an Andrew Yang win the presidency having 
just being able to tell the American people, how am I going to get it passed? I have X amount of people that will vote on it today. That's how I'm going to get it passed. That is intriguing. It is right up Andrew Yang's alley because he's a good... Uh, He's he, he, he's he's a good starter. You know what I'm saying? Starting venture for America, starting his campaign. Um, he's good at starting these things. Yeah, obviously, you, you can't do anything yourself. No man is island. You have to surround yourself with really good help. And uh, you need a Yang gang in order to execute the campaign that he did. You know, so then it's really up to any other UBI candidates that are um, actually truly passionate about this to put their shoulder to the wheel. And then obviously anybody else that was really passionate about UBI, I think like 99 percent of the Yang gang was in it for uh, UBI and democracy dollars. So um, this this is something I would be very, very interested in. And now that we're also, Cody, out of the uh, 90 day or the 60 day um FCC uh, equal airtime rule because we finally passed the California primaries here yesterday. Then, um, no, sorry, I voted yesterday, early voting. It's today, uh, Super Tuesday. I apologize. Uh, we got to invite some of these pro UBI candidates on um, onto the show so they can uh, give us their platforms and they can really try and articulate exactly how they are. I mean, they're blazing a trail. You know what I'm saying? They're they're going where no politician has gone before in American history. Well, I believe so, I'd have to do the, the little bit of research, but I believe uh -huh. something similar happened with Bernie Sanders when he started first running for like president, and that's how Medicare for All got moved so much. Where you started seeing people, and again, here's one thing that's really important to keep in mind as well: is like, well, obviously it's great to have people who've won seats in the House and in the Senate and say, I have people who believe this. Just having people run in races. You do it long enough and suddenly the idea that, for example, the fifth time somebody's make, running a major presidential campaign with the UBI as a major part of their campaign, it doesn't sound like this crazy weird idea anymore. It's, oh yeah, that's just part of politics now. Medicare for all, and that was first like a platform for president, people were like, what, that's insane. Yeah. Now we're seeing it's just like, oh yeah, that's one of the things people who run for president run for it on. It is wow. viewed as some like out there thing, and I think that's, that's when I said when Yang first dropped, I said he's already... Had a massive success, a massive win, and, you know, quote-unquote, shifting the Overton window a bit. There was times yeah. on the debate stage, quest candidates are being directly asked questions about UBI. That yeah. would have never happened if Andrew Yang wasn't in the race. So, it's, yeah. it, I guess to get back to the point, to get back to what we're talking about this whole video, if that really is what Andrew Yang is cooking up, and that really is what Andrew Yang's been hiding from us here, and that's what the HF stands for, that is a great way to cement the legacy of that Yang 2020 movement. Like, to actually have it be the beginning of something, this would be the legs, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I think this, this could be huge, and this could be something that we look back at or it could on be this podcast. IHOP. Remember that? Or what? Remember IHOB? No, what's IHOB? Remember everyone, IHOP had this big announcement that they changed their names to IHOB, their National House oh, of Burgers. Oh, yeah. And it was a publicity stunt in the last of two weeks. And I was like, why do we all get excited for this? This is yeah. nothing. Yeah, I hear you. Um, so it could be a total flop or this could be one of those podcasts that we look back at a couple of years from now and we think, wow, we were there when that started. So anyway, let us know what you guys think. Um, in the comments below. If you haven't had a chance to like, please like. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe or consider joining the channel. It's really an expensive way to make sure that these videos keep coming to you free of uh, any kind of corporate sponsorships or influence. Also, make sure you check us out on Twitter at PSP Radio 1. Follow us on Twitter there. Uh, Cody just lights up Twitter like crazy. 
during the day. And then also make sure that you check us out on whatever your preferred podcast platform is. If you like um, watching our show, make sure you listen to it. If you're in a commute or something like that, we're on Spotify, we're on Google, we're on Apple Podcasts, all the podcast platforms. Check us out. This is Problem Solver Politics. We'll see you guys in the next video.